to Elegant Conversation with Jacqueline Valdez. Our next guest that we have is Allison Sipes, and she is a pole dancer. She um, is the CEO of uh, Florida Pole Fitness Championship and Dance Filthy, and then also went viral for being a pregnant pole dancer. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> um, so, I yeah. <laughs> was not the first uh, to go viral pregnant pole dancing, but certainly not the last. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was two years ago. My daughter wow. is almost two and a half. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Time How fast so time flies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let the viewers know a little bit about yourself. So my name's Allison. Um, I have been pole dancing since 2005, which is a very long time. <laughs> and I'm just really fast. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been really cool to see how much the industry has changed and mm -hmm. the media and mainstream's perception towards it since I started yeah. to now. Um, but yeah, I started um, in a studio in Orlando, Florida that's uh, okay. no longer open, but um, yeah. And then after a few classes, I started teaching and then right. I bought a pole for my house and started learning through YouTube videos. And I was following people like Felix Kane and Janine right. Butterfly and Carol Helms and Leanne Riley and- Very cool. Yeah, you know, all these people- Some pretty big then. names in the pole industry big names yeah th these are yeah. back in the day people and yeah. um i realized then that i was a visual learner so i was able to watch their videos and try to you know take my dance and gymnastics background and yes. figure out how to do it and okay then i started competing in 2009 i was in the wow. uh, east coast us pdf championship and then i i competed with them i think four times total Wow. Um, two, two was amateur and then two were professional. Like, so I got my pro card the right. second time I competed. Um, wow. And then after that, um, I started getting into aerials um, and found that it was a great way to cross train. And yeah. it was very similar in a lot of ways to pole, but very different too. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, so I got into that and then uh, I think it was 2012, I started the Florida Pole Fitness Championship. And okay. uh, with the help of X-Pole, I was able to put on one of the first pole fitness championships in Florida at the time. Wow, and that's so exciting. Yeah, so most, yeah, it uh, was, some people might not know, but in the pole industry, there's competitions that are worldwide and uh, there's different divisions, different levels, and X-Pole is actually uh, the leading supplier for fitness equipment, fitness aerial equipment. Yeah, so they yeah. were a huge sponsor for that first year. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I just kept going with it and realized that there was a lot of talented people in Florida and in like the Southeast, but yeah. there were very few and far between competitions at that time, back in 2012. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was really expensive to travel to places like New York or LA or wherever mm -hmm. these big competitions were happening. And so we sold out the first year and they had to change venues because we've reached capacity. Um, then we moved Very to a big cool. theater. And then uh, I had requests for people to do a showcase. So then I started the Florida Pole and Aerial Arts Showcase. And we did that right. for about four years. Um, and yeah, and that was exciting because you gave people an opportunity 
who wanted to perform but were scared to perform and compete and so they could actually just still get on the stage still get a taste of it but not have to have the strict rules and um you know the the frightening part of competing <laughs> yeah but they were yeah. able to get professional pictures and videos yeah. so it was yeah. like the total package of competing but not being scored yes yeah um, and so it's I exciting because i was in both shows i was yes you were pole, and then i was also in the showcase too so it was yeah. a lot of fun yeah you've been in florida pole a few times yeah um taking home some some hardware so <laughs> <Cool>. yeah, <definitely. laughs> um but you know then uh then I was approached by Michelle Shimmy in 2015 uh -huh. to produce okay. Dance Filthy um, here in America. So Dance Filthy is a franchise started in okay. Sydney, Australia. And um, so I started that and this would have been our fifth year. Wow. However, coronavirus. <laughs> right. And right I just didn't feel that those kind of events were the same. To do virtually I, I understand that there's yeah. a lot of competitions now that are going virtual and that's great but um yeah it's hard. I, I I really feel like it needs to be in person and when we feel like we can safely do that then yeah we'll definitely do them again okay yeah because I felt like the energy changes once you're in person it's just you feed off each other it's just so sexy and raw and just, yeah when yeah. you're on stage it's like you're yeah. you hear the audience and they're cheering for yeah. you and they're clapping and you know, yeah. it's it's such a energy exchange that cannot be duplicated yeah. through a screen That's so like that. That's so true. So do you have a tip that you could give someone who uh, is wanting to compete or is uh, new, I guess, to the industry and wanting to get some performance into them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, okay. first I would say start small, right? Um, and okay. start with your studio showcases if you attend a studio. Um, okay. Because that is a good environment to get your feet wet. Again, a showcase, right. not a competition. Um, because you will be performing in front of your peers, your instructors, you know, your close family and friends. Yeah. And you'll be able to get that adrenaline and that feeling of performing in front of people but without having to be judged. Uh, right. So I would start with that. And then um, I would research all of the competitions that you're interested in doing. And this means reading okay. all of the rules, like all of them. <laughs> yes. Making sure you <laughs> understand the what they mean. Because, you know, truth is, a lot of times winning a competition isn't about being the best, but who followed yeah. the rules, yeah. right? And who did all yeah. the things that were asked of or not asked of. Um, and you know, checking all those boxes. So pick okay. a competition that you feel matches with your style. So okay. I wouldn't tell someone who is more athletic or fitness based to do a dance filthy because right. dance filthy is more performance based and it is very, very risque. And okay. it is some of the same movements, but not done in the same fashion and wouldn't okay. be scored the same way. So a competition okay. such as like pole sport, you know, right. they've got a list of moves that you have to do. You must do them. And within those right. parameters, you have to hold them for a certain amount of time. Your toes have to be pointed or, you know, whatever the right. conditions are. So I would okay. pick a competition that matches your style because you're going to score better and make sure okay. you understand the rules and what the competition's looking for. Um, if it's a competition that has been around for a while, I would right. look at some of their past videos, 
Um, maybe look and see who their past winners were um, and maybe ask around some feedback. If anyone has attended or competed, you know, what was your experience? And it'll be across the board, but if it's a bad event overall, you're going to hear about it, right? (laughs) Um, Or if it's a good event, you'll hear about it. You know, events that are great, I think, um, are few and far between but that's maybe so that's true. true and what does it take because you do put on really good events I do you know I have I have put on over 20 events since wow. I started in 2012 um, a few of them were collaborations with other organizations like uh, the US Pulse Sports Federation um, right. and Pulse Sport Organization two separate ones um, okay. but I will say that you need to have a plan as far as your <laughs> Um, like, gosh, there's so many where to start. I, start six months in advance or a year okay. because you're okay. going to need about that much time to get the word out about it, put the deposits down on the venue, get your insurance, um, make a program. If you're going to have that digital or not, um, any merchandise right. that you need printed or made. Um, and then if it's like a competition or some kind of event where people are being scored, you need to give them enough time to train to make their submission or application and then enough time to train their routine. I I like to give people about two, two and a half months from the closing date of the application to competition day. It's been as short as a month, uh, but that was for Dance Filthy where there were no movement requirements. Like it wasn't like, I need you to do three spins and five of this. No, it was tell a story they had to submit their concept first and then um it needed to be sexual like and there were parameters with that too like uh you know no no sex toys and you couldn't like simulate having sex with someone like there was you know lines that were drawn um because (laughs) i did want some art to it i didn't want people to just run around with a bunch of dildos and think that yeah that's what you have to do yeah that's that's there's there's other events for that that's cool Um, but that's this is (laughs) not the one. one Um, but yeah, and you need to get your money up front. Like putting yeah. on a competition is an investment and yeah. financially, like you have to consider all of these things. Like you have to put down yeah. the deposit for the venue, which yeah. could range anywhere between a few hundred to a few thousand, depending on where and how, how many, uh, square feet or whatever, um, right. your poles, how are you going to put those up? Are you going to use stage yeah. poles? Are you going to get a trust system? If you get a trust system, yeah. where are you going to get it from? Have they rigged poles before? Um, yeah. Do they you know have to be safe. what kind of design you need? Um, there's so many things. Uh, and yeah. then if you're going to do a competition, then you got to figure out what your rules are going to be, right? What kind of a competition yeah. are you going to have? How are you going to be different than what's already yeah. out there? That's you know, true. now, um, <laughs> almost so many years later, now. there are so many opportunities now. And I have noticed that the market is very saturated. And yeah. um, so you have to get really creative with your competition. And okay. you need to have judges that are respected in the community or yes. are skilled in their craft. Now, I will say for Dance Filthy, I had uh, one year I had... Um, I had a, a guy, um, his uh-huh. name is Scott Soldo. He is one of the main uh, singers in uh, the Super Villains group. And so okay. although he does not have any pole dancing experience, his wife, Bree, owns a pole studio okay. here in, in uh, Orlando called Dandelion. So he's familiar with pole. Um, right. But I thought for Dance Filthy, it would be a good perspective because it's True. a sexy competition, right? Yeah. 
And I've got two girls already, but now I need a guy's perspective. You know, yeah. who would you want to see dance again? Right? Yeah. Who, who would yeah. you pay money to, to watch perform for you? Right? So yeah. I kind of wanted that. Um, but Very my competitions, cool. Florida Pole, I, I would do more um, people in the industry. One of the things that I like to do is I take my winner from the, the previous year and have them right. be one of the judges. Um, and okay. then I like to find other people from around the country or around the world because I'm in Orlando. Sometimes I can get an international person and Very I have cool. them. Yeah. seen the industry change since when you first started well um there's a lot more uh, events <laughs> which is good yeah. um there are a lot more mainstream opportunities to see pole for example the hustlers movie yeah. that new show <laughs> p valley on stars yes uh, j-lo at the super bowl so it's becoming True. more prevalent in yeah. the public media than yeah. it was when I first started. And so because of that, it's not where it used to be where you tell someone that you're doing pole dancing and they're like, oh, you know, it's yeah. so taboo. The now taboo. it's like, oh, uh, my friends tried that. Or, oh, I saw that on Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> or, oh, I heard of that on Oprah. So it's the, yeah. the response to it now isn't as shocking as yeah. it may have been 15 years ago. So that's definitely changed. Yeah. Um, the fact that children are involved now is like yeah, a crazy thing. When I first started, it was just exotic dancers and wow. a few people like me that were rogue and just fell into it and yeah. was like fascinated by it. And it can yeah. be so many things now. I've seen pole evolve from so many things. You know, when we first started, when I first started, it was yeah. heavily influenced by the sex industry, sex work industry and strippers. And the style was very, you know, you'd wear bi string bikinis or nothing at all. And these like huge right. platform shoes. And, you know, there was a handful of tricks that you could do, but mostly it was just like entertaining, right? Yeah. And yeah, then, and now kids and children and- Yeah, more dance and fitness-based yeah. people got involved and it became yeah. way more athletic. And the tricks went from like a basic yeah. inversion butterfly handspring thing to like, Bongies and backflips and jumping from yeah. pole to pole and like multiple yeah. people on a pole and pole doubles and <laughs> super it's, extreme. It's, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's been cool to see a sport like that from its infancy yeah. to now be this yeah. thing. And it's still very niche and it's still a very small industry. Um, yeah. And I hate to say it, but I honestly feel like it's a trend and it will like, it'll still be around forever, but right. like CrossFit and Zumba and some of these other fitness activities yeah. that have like really had their heyday. Um, yeah. I feel like we're kind of capping yeah. out because there are so yeah. many events and there are so many things and yeah. um, opportunities now that it's, uh, I mean, there's only so many people that are going to want to learn how to pull dance, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's true. Um, so how have you been keeping yourself busy during this whole lockdown with uh, everything going on? How has that affected you? Um, yeah, well, being in, in Orlando, Florida, in one of the epicenters has been a real challenge. You know, we had our gyms closed for a few months and some of them have closed permanently, unfortunately. And, um, you know, I, I have six poles in my garage <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> because of all these events that I have, right? Yeah. Um, but I have nowhere to put them up in my oh. townhouse. So it's been torture. So for yeah. the first like few months, 
I did nothing and uh, it sucked, but um, but now the gyms are open again. So I've been teaching uh, okay. one class a week at Vixen Fitness on Wednesdays okay. at 11. And I go live every Wednesday at nice. around like 11.45, just for like the run through, like the end of class stuff. Oh, and then fun. I put the full routine up on, right. on Instagram and YouTube. And then I've been doing privates at people's homes and then also okay. in different studios. And then I've been driving to Stewart, right. Florida to go to Twisted wow. Aerial Fitness owned by Jerline Scott. And then- So you've definitely been um, keeping yourself busy. Yeah, now that, now that things have opened again, even though the numbers yeah. are still high. Yeah, I've been I know. busier really now sense. than I was before <laughs> and I'm making way more money. I've also done a couple instructor nice. trainings um, I did an aerial hoop one at Twisted Flight Fitness, and then I did a spin pole one at Bliss Fitness cool. Studio. So, nice. Yeah. Uh, so then you also went viral during your pregnancy. Oh my so, God. Okay. So yeah, that? that was, that was crazy. <laughs> um, you know, I was very curious to see how my body would react with pole dancing. Right. And I um, had a lot of motion sickness, not motion sickness, morning sickness, but it was all day, yeah. uh, wow. almost the whole time. But um, it got better towards the end and I just listened to my body and made sure that I wasn't doing anything new or anything that I felt was going to put me at risk. I was only doing skills that I have been doing for over a decade. Right. And uh, the further along I got, the less I was able to invert and do okay. these crazy tricks. But right. um, yeah, my baby was uh, upside down, head, head up. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I tried everything that I could to get yeah. to flip and it just it didn't. <laughs> like I tried everything. Um, yeah. So I Do ended you up having a C-section. Do you have any give anyone that is uh, pregnant and wanting to continue pole dancing yes. or they're worried that they can't pole dance if they're pregnant? I get this question all the time. Okay. Um, people message me that are pregnant or just found out or right. you know whatever. And I will say, if you have not done pole dance prior to pregnancy, right don't do it now like okay. don't try anything new it is okay. not recommended if okay. you have been doing pole for i want to say more than six months to a year consistently mm -hmm. um i'd say continue at your current level okay but do not increase your intensity do not try tricks that you haven't done before and right. nothing that requires a spot um, and make sure that you're clear with your doctor about like the activities that you're doing. Okay. Um, my doctor was very open to it. Um, she's familiar right. with aerial arts and I showed her a few videos in one of my appointments and she was like, as long nice. as you feel safe, you know, keep going. She's very supportive. Um, very I did not cool. do anything that I felt at any time was putting me at risk. I, yeah. you know, stretched and warmed up before and after. And honestly, I got to tell you guys like Instagram versus reality, right? Here's, here's right. some reality. Um, <laughs> I would teach my class. I would get oh. another student or an assistant instructor to demonstrate uh, the parts that I couldn't. Um, and then the clips that I put up on the internet was literally five to maybe 10 minutes worth of me doing any activity on right. a pulse. It right. was not me training for an hour or tw even 20 yeah. minutes straight. It was, let me see how many spins or let me see if I can climb or let me see, it was yeah. all those videos where let me see if I can do this still or let me see if I feel 
Like, yeah, I was always looking for that time where it was like, oh, this is too much or, oh, I really shouldn't or, oh, yeah. I can't. And you really listen to your body. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like my 13 years at that time um, of experience yeah. and being really active the whole time and eating well and, wow. you know, just taking breaks when I needed to was the best. Yeah. And uh, the fact that I had a C-section, I mean, it wasn't great at first, but looking back, it was yeah really good. Wow. <laughs> um, I totally skipped labor altogether. Yeah. It was scheduled. Wow. I didn't go to labor early and I had a good night's sleep the night before. And I went into the hospital at 10 in the morning and right. the baby was born by oh. noon, 12, 15. And I mean, wow. the recovery was challenging yeah. for sure. Not going to lie. Yeah, like my body is 100% different. Um, okay. So some more advice is be kind to yourself because yeah. whether you've had a natural or a C-section type birth, like your body is not ever going to be the same and that's okay you you yeah. created and birthed a human and you yeah. really need to be forgiving on what you think you should be able to do versus what you can do um, and it's been a very humbling experience and i also highly recommend anyone who has uh -huh. a, a child um to get pelvic floor physical therapy after. yes it is not talked about enough with OBs because it's not their scope. Um, but right. for anyone that is really active and likes to do aerial activities, go upside down or anything like that, you do anything more than okay. just sitting, um, yeah. definitely seek one out. And all you should okay. have to do is at your six week appointment or whatever, you ask your OB right. for a referral. And that was the most beneficial for me because I did all kinds of exercises um, with her, the therapist that I wouldn't have done before. Um, she did wow. lots of treatment that I wouldn't have done. We did electroacupuncture. Nice. She did um, myofascial release, massage therapy. We wow. did ultrasound. Uh, we worked with a Pilates reformer. She had me do these wow. breathing exercises. I mean, it was a whole slew of things. So you um, can come back. After yes. And so yeah. I, when I did come back, right, everyone yeah. that had seen me was like, oh, wow, you know, you bounced right back. You got right back into yeah. it. And it's like, yeah, but I didn't, though. Like, I, you at hard. six <laughs> weeks, I was not there. Like, I, yeah. there was no way. Like, so at my six-week appointment, I knew that I needed therapy. Um, and I'm right. so glad that I did that. So listen to your body. Okay. Uh, open communication with your doctor. Um, okay. you know, be kind, be gentle to yourself. Don't have high expectations. You know, now is the time to really take care of yourself yeah. and afterwards get pelvic floor therapy. You okay. should not be <laughs> peeing yourself when you laugh or cough or do jumping jacks. Like it's not normal. Yeah. Some people need surgery for that. And yeah. you know, for some people, unfortunately it's never fixed, but there yeah. are ways to fix that. So to get it pelvic okay. floor therapy, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Stressed enough. enough, but yeah, awesome. but yes. If, if you've been pole dancing before, you know it's it's okay. Just listen to your body. Yeah, so true. I could talk to you forever. So we're Fine. also good friends from years ago. So I'm super excited to have you here. Um, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, that I am able to inspire people to try something that they never thought they could do and that it transforms their life in more ways than they think that it ever could have been. I love it. So, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. You're Appreciate welcome. It. Everyone you watching, thank you. In. Please follow me yes. on Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> thank you. Bye love guys. You.
I love you. <laughs>